Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. This episode of Intuitive Bites is brought to you by my Food and Body Peace program. If you're ready to leave behind food obsession and body image struggles and just get unstuck and moving towards a place of freedom, this program is designed to allow me to support you through this process. Do not delay. Go ahead over to the, the link in my bio on Instagram. It's at the intuitive underscore RD. Click the first link. You'll be able to watch my program video and answer a few questions to submit your application. And then I'll reach out. We'll have a conversation and figure out which level of the program is going to be the best fit for you. If you're looking primarily for the community and a group coaching atmosphere. I have a level of the program for you. If you're looking for both the community, but also you really want my highest level of one-on-one support, um, I also have a level of the program that will serve you. So get your application in now. Like I said, click the link in my bio on Instagram, submit the application, and I will reach out and talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey guys, welcome to episode 124 of Intuitive Bites. Today we're talking about releasing your attachment to the scale or letting go of the scale in general. I actually got this topic recommendation from a listener and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, Uh, but they were right. I haven't. So uh, we're going to dive into this today. I'm going to give you three tips for releasing your attachment to the scale. Before we dive into that, just a reminder that this is literally the last chance to get your application in for my Food and Body Peace program before doors close until spring of 2023 because I'll be on my maternity leave with my twins um, towards the end of December, hopefully. Um, But yeah, so the applications are closing on Thursday, September 15th. So just a couple days left to apply. I will reach out when you do and we'll have a conversation and just figure out where you're at, where you're wanting to go, and if this is the right fit for you. Uh, If you haven't already listened to it, my last episode on the podcast is all about the Food and Body Peace Program. Lots of really great information in there that will give you more insight into if the program is a good fit for you. So definitely go listen to that if you haven't already. All right, well, let's dive into today's topic on letting go of the scale. Um, So obviously, you know, a lot of folks that have struggled with food and body have developed an attachment to their weight and checking and monitoring their weight um, on a really regular basis. This is not true for everyone, of course, that struggles with food and body, but I would say, you know, a good amount of the clients that come to me have at least at one time been very attached, right? Um, Potentially checking multiple times a day or uh, multiple times a week and really having whatever they see on the scale very much impact how they feel uh, about themselves for the day, the choices they make about food or movement for the day. And it just ends up taking up a lot of mental space, uh, whatever that 
that result was. Um, so it can become a, a, an obsession and a fixation and just another way that you are relying on something external to you to dictate how to take care of yourself, right? It's very, very rooted in diet culture. And I do want to point out here because I hear this or I see this online a lot of times with people who are like straddling the line with intuitive eating and diet culture. And, um, yeah, basically it's like this idea of like non-scale victories, right? And letting go of the scale, but the non-scale victories are things that are still rooted in evaluating if your body is changing and getting smaller or looking different, right? So it's like before and after pictures, like progress photos or how your clothes are fitting, right? And it sounds quote unquote more positive because it's not like an attachment to a random number, but the goal is still weight loss. The goal is still being smaller, whether or not you the number on the scale has changed or not, right? Looking smaller, being smaller. Um, and it's still measuring success based on the size of your body. So really, in my mind, it's basically the same thing. It's rooted in the same problematic ideology that thinner is better. So just throwing it out there in case you're kind of in that mode of like, yeah, I'm going to get rid of the scale, but like, I'll keep putting on that one pair of jeans and seeing if they're fitting well or not. <laughs> it's like, well, then you're, you're doing the same thing. <laughs> you're, you're using the same um, problematic methods here um, that, again, are, are keeping you disconnected from what is actually going on, how you're actually feeling, how you're actually taking care of yourself. Okay, so let's dive into my three tips for releasing the scale. Number one is kind of the obvious, right? But um, it can be really hard to do, and that is essentially getting the scale out of sight, um, either if either by getting rid of it completely, right? If you are like on board with that idea of like, yeah, I'm ready to like chuck it out the window, like I'm with you. That's the best thing that we can <laughs> we can do. Um, that's the quickest way to freedom, and yeah, the best thing. But if you're in a place where maybe you are more highly attached to it, or the idea of fully letting it go is way too scary. At the very least, we need to get it off the bathroom floor or wherever it is where you're kind of constantly exposed to it and put it somewhere either that you don't know where it is. So have your spouse or whoever, um, you know, put it somewhere or just again, somewhere that is out of sight. And by the way, if you have a lot of fear coming up at this idea of hiding the scale, getting rid of the scale completely, that's something to open up and look into, right? Uh, what is the fear around that? What is the story you're telling yourself about if you are not monitoring and checking your weight, what is going to happen? Likely, there's a lot of um, fear and a story there around, well, I'm just going to lose control and I'm going to, you know, whatever, I'm going to spiral. And um, I want you to check yourself there, right? Because this is rooted in such distrust in yourself and your ability to connect to how you're feeling, what your body needs, how to best take care of yourself. The number on scale can't tell you how you're taking care of yourself, right? You can check in with how you're taking care of yourself if it's aligned with your values and what's feeling good, how your body's feeling, how everything's feeling. You have that ability to connect to it, and we just need to get you believing that, that you have that ability and that you can do it. Okay, tip number two is reflect on what you're trying to get out of stepping on the scale. So in other words, 
when you're in that moment where you're triggered to go step on the scale and you're just like, really like, I need to know the number. I need to figure out what it, what it says. What are you trying to gain? Um, sometimes I think a lot of times actually it's reassurance, right? Especially if you're exploring this intuitive eating thing and you're releasing some control around food, um, in this process of trying to heal and, and get to a peaceful place with food, we're releasing control there. So we feel like we need to gain control somewhere else and monitor what's going on with our body. Um, so we're looking for maybe reassurance that we're not, quote unquote, out of control. <laughs> um, so once again, we're, we're trying to use the number on the scale to tell us that versus checking in with, well, what's going on with my behaviors around food? What's going on with how I'm taking care of myself, how I'm moving my body, um, how my behaviors around food are shifting with this process. So reflect on what you're trying to get. If you step on the scale and you see a number that you are okay with or you're happy to see, how are you going to take care of yourself based on that? Or what's going to happen based on that? If you step on the scale and see a number that you're afraid to see or you know it's scary to you, what are you then going to do in terms of taking care of yourself? Like how is that going to be different? Are you then going to get into disordered patterns and destructive patterns of, you know, making different choices with food than you would have otherwise or different choices with movements. Um, and is any of that going to serve you? So I think these are really important reflection questions, whether or not you actually end up go, going to step on the scale after that moment of being triggered to check it. If we can have this moment of mindfulness and awareness of what's underneath it and what we're seeking, that's going to go a long way. That's going to be really helpful. So my third tip here is to figure out ways to meet those underlying needs in another way. Um, so in other words, what are you trying to gain by stepping on the scale? What are you trying to figure out? Maybe you're looking for that reassurance. Maybe you're looking for some, like maybe in a weird way, you're looking for something to obsess and fixate on so you can distract yourself from something else that's really stressful in your life right now, right? That's, it's a weird way of thinking about it, but a lot of times these food and body obsessions are a way that we distract ourselves and our mind feels like it's easier to fixate on quote unquote, the problem of our body than it is to fixate on something that's deeper and scarier and feels even more out of control. Um, so in a weird way, you might be looking for something to fixate on. So if we can tap into this and figure out what we're looking for, then the question becomes, how can I fulfill this need in another way? So if I'm looking for reassurance about, you know, reassurance that I'm not like spiraling out of control and blah, 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 blah. Well, how can we do that? Again, we can tune into, well, what would out of control look like? What's going on with my behaviors around food? Okay. They are chaotic. I'm finding myself binging at night. What is my body trying to tell me if it's binging at that time? Likely it's needing nourishment elsewhere, or there's some other unmet need. And I know there's a lot that I'm kind of like brushing over the surface of here. This is why it can be so helpful to have one-on-one -on -one guidance and support, um, like my food and body peace program. So I can really like kind of help you through these moments and these thought patterns. Um, but the, the main thing here is that you are digging in and getting curious in these moments about what you are needing and how you can address that need in a way that is not you stepping on the scale. And there is power and growth in digging into um, 
yeah, digging into and resisting the urge to step on the scale. There's a lot of discomfort in it, but there's, there's opportunity for growth. All right, guys. Well, I hope this episode has been helpful to you and has gotten you thinking about the scale in a different way. Maybe you have some prompts that you can use in the next moment that you are finding yourself kind of trick, excuse me, triggered to step on the scale and kind of check where that's at. Um, And just a reminder once again, because this is truly the last time that I'm going to remind you here on the podcast. If you are interested in working together one-on-one, if you're interested in guidance and support and community on your food and body healing journey, this is the last chance until spring of 2023 to get inside my food and body peace program. Applications close on Uh, Thursday, September 15th at midnight Eastern time. So head over to the link in uh, actually the link under this episode, you can click that or the link in my bio on Instagram at the intuitive underscore RD. It says work with me. Um, You just click that fill out the very quick application and I will reach out so that we can talk more and explore what you need, what your struggles are exactly, and if this program can support you, and if so, what level of support makes the most sense for you. So last chance, last couple days to get that application in um, are upon us. All right, guys, that is all I have for you today, and I will be back next week with another episode.